Hey Couches, it's Nikki here and in this episode I want to share with you a few things that have happened this week in my self-care week and I want to tell you that this has not been something I have been that great at prioritising historically but I'm so much more on it now. I want to share with you a little bit of that journey and share with you some of the things that I've put in place and tips that you can put in place too. Hey, I'm Nikki Collinson Phoenix and I've been a chiropractor and therapist for over 20 years. And what I know is true is that so many incredible therapists just don't reach their full potential because they lack the skills, knowledge and confidence to rock their therapy businesses. In my community, The Profitable Couch, all we talk about is the business side of therapy and how you can create a business that makes a massive difference to those you serve whilst earning you that fabulous income that you deserve. In this podcast, we mix up trainings and inspiration to give your therapy business mojo a massive boost. Welcome to the Profitable Couch podcast. Hey couches, it's Nikki here and today you've just got me and I want to share with you some thoughts I've been having um, over the last few days and in particular because it's relevant to the last few days that I've had. So what, what's been going on in uh, NCPHQ? Well, what's been going on is I realised about three weeks ago that I was feeling absolutely shattered and I couldn't seem to get a grip on how friggin' shattered I felt. I felt a bit low. I felt a bit like I was wading my body through treacle. My back was obviously getting me down a bit. If you followed me, you know, back gate flared up. My legs were aching, everything. You know, when you just feel like a little bit like poop and it was becoming very, very apparent that I needed a break. I needed some time out. And I was looking ahead and thinking, right, what's the next time out that you've got and the next time out is half term in a couple of weeks and I'm like oh yeah I've got holiday in a couple of weeks and then I had the realization but hold on a sec Nick in a couple of weeks you're going camping in half term with your kids there is nothing at all relaxing about if you've ever been a camper there is nothing relaxing at all about camping with kids it's good fun but relax is not the word that comes into it when you go camping with kids so I was sitting there thinking well that's not going to be a break when's your next break then Nick and I'm like well the next break is in July because it's school holidays again oh yeah what you're doing in there yeah you're camping again yeah that's not remotely going to be relaxing at all and then I was like well you know when are you actually just having some time for you? Because it's been really busy and it's been fantastic. Like I'm certainly not in a negative place here. I'm in an incredibly positive place because the last few weeks has been absolutely immense with um, with the summit, with the launch of the Get Started program, with getting the 2022 planners um, underway. Yes, they are coming to you hopefully by the end of June. And um ready for you to get booking your six-month appointments in for January 2022. I'll just slip that one in quick. And um, yeah, it's all been really, really positive, but it's been an awful lot of work in a really short space of time. And I've become so much more in tune with recognising these feelings of, Nick, you need a break, 
um, much earlier than I ever used to be. So when I go back to my my corporate days, when I go back to my banking days, I used to work around 70 to 80 hours a week, which was absolutely ridiculous, not just because of the hours, but because I was not getting paid for most of those hours. That is what's so frigging ludicrous about the hours I used to work. So I used to work in finance and my contract said that I would get paid for 36 hours a week. However, I would work the hours to meet the needs of the business. Well, you know, I'm in my 20s. I'm trying to um, progress as high as I can. I hadn't found my thing yet. I hadn't found my my therapeutic journey at that point. So I'm rocking out in finance because the family said get a good, good, stable job. And uh, so there I am thinking, well, if I'm stuck here for as long as I'm stuck here, I still aspire to be the best that I can be in whatever area I'm in. So I'm in this corporate world and I'm trying to be the best that I can be. And therefore, it's requiring me to work more and more hours. And because I want to I want to look good, I want to show that I'm dedicated. I'm working those hours. I was also completely naively thinking that if I work crazy hours that shows that I'm really successful like if I have to go home and go oh I've just been working 12 hour days people are gonna think oh she must be really busy she must be really successful which is totally like crap and we know that now but at the time my naive 20 something was working these hours thinking of like all the opportunities and promotions and I was trying to prove myself what was actually going on underneath it all was that I was actually living on Red Bull and Pro Plus and I literally had in my I had a little filing cabinet under my drawer uh, under my desk and when I pulled that out I had bottles of it wasn't actually Red Bull whatever the equivalent was that I could get in bottles at the time and I was popping Pro Plus and I was doing whatever I could do and I was commuting I want to add in that I was commuting Monday to Friday from the Isle of Wight um I commuted on a Monday and I came back on a Friday and life was completely friggin' mental and surprise surprise I hit burnout I completely and utterly hit burnout and I was out for three months and that was when I made the decision to get the hell out that was when I had my kind of what you're going to do I had a bit of my epiphany I went back after my three months and I um I quit I handed my notice in but experiencing burnout experiencing that feeling I remember walking down to my office and the office was was a huge building we were just widgets in a big widget machine really and I'd walk down to the office and I would just feel the clouds of doom consuming me and I just felt sick to my stomach about the thought of going in there and anyway I had my notice in I went and you know started my health and wellness journey signed up for my degree everything was fabulous but over the last 20 plus years of working in health and wellness I'm not going to lie I didn't have my shit together when it came to self-care there has been times over these last 20 plus years where I have done so much giving not just to patients to family to friends to I was always I was your typical yes person like I just wanted to help everybody I mean that's why obviously the work that I'm I'm in has been wonderful because 
I am so naturally drawn to helping people. But it got ridiculous. It got ridiculous to the point that I would say yes to everybody. And then I would be juggling so many things, so many things that I would feel those feelings of burnout kicking in. And every so often I would think I need to take a break. I need to take a break. And if I didn't listen to my body, my body would just literally take me down. It would usually take me down with either migraines. It would take me down with viruses. I was that classic person as well. I'm sure some of you can relate where I would take a week off and I'd get sick like within a day of taking a week off. It got to the point where I thought, what's the point of taking a week off? Because I'm guaranteed to be sick. But, you know, we know that that's our body telling us and reconfirming, hey, girl, you needed to take this time off a while ago. You didn't need to wait until your body shut you down or wait until you were literally on your ass before you decided to take some time out. So it's been a real journey. Burnout has been something that has been very, very prevalent in my life um, on several occasions in my working life. And then a few years ago, I started feeling it coming on again. Um, there was it was pretty much around the time when I was when some of you know my story that I was off work um, for a year with my back injury and and we nearly lost the house and everything was really awful. And that was my wake up call to, you know, don't have all your financial eggs in one basket. I've talked about that before on here. And I was stressed to the hilt because I was like, holy shit. How are we going to keep this house? How are we going to come out of this? How are we going to how am I going to fix this? And I started feeling those feelings of burnout again. And that was my catalyst. That one there was the catalyst that said, we're not going to do this anymore, Nick. We're actually going to start practicing what we friggin preach. And, you know, the irony is I had this epiphany. I had my my big major kick up the ass a few years ago. But prior to that, I had a quote on my very first website, which I still use now. But I want you to know that this quote was on that website before I had my, my moment of clarity. And it's Hippocrates uh, quote. And it says, a wise man ought to realize that health is his most valuable possession. Now, I love that quote. And I stand by that quote. But I sure as hell was not living by that quote. I was happily in the past telling people this quote and telling people to look after themselves. But was I actually practicing what I preach? No, I friggin' wasn't. I was being a total and utter bloody hypocrite. I was literally that classic, do as I say, not as I do. And and that's just a load of crap. That's not the way that us as therapists should be living. We should be leading by example. So when I reached this kind of last or had this moment of clarity a few years ago of like, Nick, get sort this out like you can't live in this constant roller coaster of uh burnout recovery burnout recovery like this is not great I realized that one thing I needed to do was I needed to stop being a yes person I needed to stop being a yes person like I would and I would work 
all the days, all the evenings, the weekends and stuff. And and I'll be honest, having the kids was a big wake up call to me as well, because having the kids, I wanted to be there. I didn't want to work all these ridiculous hours. I wanted to clarify that I was the difference between the work Nikki and mum, you know, home Nikki, Nikki, just the person. And so that really, really helped in getting my clarity. And I started setting a few boundaries in. So one of them was saying no. That was my first boundary that I put in was you start to say no. And I do find it really hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel on the tip of my tongue, somebody will ask me something and I'm like, ah, no, I can't do that. But I'm fighting the word yes coming out do you know what I mean because it's just so naturally for me to go I can help you and I'm really kind of like yes I could help you but right now I'm not in a position to give you everything that you need and maybe someone else is so um learning to say no was one of them um setting some really good time boundaries so setting hours and days that actually really worked for me so at one point I was working evenings or at different points I've gone back to working evenings historically and then realizing that I just don't want to work evenings like I want to be at home with my kids I want to be doing the the you know putting the kids to bed I want to be doing the old night routine I want to be getting the kids to bed and sitting and having an hour with my hubby to watch shit on telly or drink a glass of wine. And I don't want to be rocking up home at 11 o'clock because I finished in clinic at 10. Um, I'm waking up that morning early thinking, oh my goodness, my day does not end for hours. Like, I don't want to feel like that. So changing the hours that I worked in a way that actually worked for me and thinking what works for me, not works for my people, what works for me, because those people that come in when I'm working in the days and hours that I want to work, they're going to get the best of me because I absolutely want to be there. If you're the person coming in at nine o'clock in the evening, of course, I'm going to give you the very best I've got. But inside, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. So I made the decision. I don't do I don't do clinic evenings. I love doing my training evenings. I want to stress that when I'm working in my business mentoring, I love it because I'm at home. It's a really cool balance because I'll go and do um, do the kids and then I'll come and do some training and then I'll go and da- down and sit with my husband. I'll nip, you know, those guys that are in the VIP couch know that I come and do my live Q&A in between my daughter being at Cubs. So I'll take her to Cubs. I'll come back. I'll do a training session with the guys in the VIP couch and then I go and pick my kids up. Um, from Cubs so it my work intertwines with my evenings so I love it but it was my clinic hours that I, I felt like I was removed from what was going on in my home and I didn't like that I didn't like being somewhere else um, I wanted to be in doing my home um, so I set those boundaries in as well and then I started to set like weekend boundaries in because at one point my kids were doing or my daughter mainly because Rafi's only um just for the other day but my daughter was doing like clubs all day Saturday and clubs all day Sunday clubs all through the week and I had said to her look when she was about six seven I'd said to her look I want you to try every club you want to try I try anything and everything and find the things that you really love and then when you get to like seven eight we're going to start homing in on just focusing on one or two of those that you're going to try and do really well. 
so at this point when she was like six oh because I told her to try everything she was trying everything so we had different after school clubs five days a week then we had clubs on Saturday clubs on Sunday and I was like we don't even have a weekend so after a bit I was like we need to rein in the weekends no clubs at the weekends unless like they were desperate clubs no clubs at the weekend because I reclaimed family time and then if people said could you do something at the weekend Nikki I'd be like I'm really sorry but that's my family time that's my family time and I started to really own the fact that those are my boundaries the weekends are my family time the weekend is when I do my stuff with my kids I try to not be online I try to part the phone up a bit I try to literally just be with my family because that's really really important to me Um, and so that helped massively as well just those three simple things just learning to say no learning to set my days and hours in a way that really lifted me and learning to put boundaries in at the weekends because that was not what I wanted to do and then I started looking at taking time off a lot more and recognizing my need to take time out so this week I have been away from clinic and I recognized the other day two or three weeks ago that I needed to take some time out so I contacted the patients that were already booked in we contacted them and most of them and all of them because it was about three weeks ahead were in for like maintenance checks and stuff like that so no one was coming in in acute pain and asked them if they'd be okay to reschedule And I've literally done a couple of training this week. And I've just, I'm not going to lie, I've watched Netflix. I've just been binge watching Netflix. And the other thing that I've been doing, and I've been thinking a lot. So when I have headspace to think, like, I think. Like I start thinking about plans and what I can do. And and it gives me that clarity to think. I've done a little bit of walking, which is really good because I haven't been able to walk for a few weeks um, in the way that I like with my hashtag morning stops because of my back. But I think I'm turning a corner now. So on Sunday, I'm hoping to go and do first morning stop and actually start picking back up my exercise. But the other thing I've been doing is I've been detoxing. So I'm a big fan of juicing and blending. Um, I've done it for years at different times in my life. I've gone to juicing um, or blending um, to really help give my health a bit of a boost. And I've been on juice retreats. And remarkably, you may not know because it's not something I I tend to mention much. I have a big juicing and blending group on Facebook um, with three and a half thousand people in it. that I don't really do a great deal in, to be honest. I set it up when I was going doing a 28-day juice. Um, detox and realized that there wasn't much support out there so I just decided to set up a group which then snowballed um, so it's an amazingly supportive group people support everyone in there but I, I don't particularly host it I pop in every so often and I, I check that it's all running okay but I, I don't spend a great deal of time in there but when I am juicing or blending I hang out in there a bit more because it's, it's relevant to me so I decided this week I would get on a blend because that's a bit easier for me at the moment and um so I've been blending this week and it was really good to be able so I'm on day five today of 21 days and it's really good because I knew there would be some withdrawal and oh my goodness did I have the most cracking 
um, migraine on Tuesday. Um, but I knew because what it does is I don't shy away from withdrawal because the more brutal the withdrawal is, the more I know I need to be doing it, you know, the more that it confirms that I need to be doing it. So yes, I've been detoxing this week and I'm just really investing in my health. I had a flipping bath yesterday at three o'clock in the afternoon, guys, like three o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, what is one thing that you can never do and I can never get to have a bath? So I literally Epsom salt bathed at three o'clock on a daytime weekday afternoon while the kids were at school, the hubby was at work. Um because they went after school club and I had a flipping bath guys like I have gone right into self-care mode so what what I'm saying here is like I recognize my need to have that break before my body shut me down you know I recognized I needed it and that's what I do now is I recognize I need to prioritize self-care and my hubby said a really funny thing to me last night because he was working at this job this week and um he said he'd happened to say to the people that I was off this week they asked like you know how's Nikki and he said oh yeah she's off this week and they said well didn't you want to have some time off with her you know you didn't we could have changed the dates of you working here if you wanted to have some time off with her and he said no no I don't think she wants me around. He was like, I think the whole point is that she doesn't want me around. And I'm like, he come in and told me last night and I was like, I love you, babe. But seriously, yeah, you're right. I've picked this week because you're going to be working and because the kids are going to be at school, because it's just all about me this week. I just want to do some stuff for me. And we laughed about the fact that he that my whole point of having time off was not to have him around. Um, Yeah. So he told the people he was working for. No, she doesn't actually want me around. She wants me at work. She's doing her own thing. Um, So, yeah, I wanted to just share this week with you because a couple of things really is to firstly say, are, are you prioritizing your own health in your work are you making sure that you are as well as looking after everybody else are you looking after yourself because Hippocrates was right a wise man ought to realize that health is his most valuable possession and are you remembering that it's your most valuable possession because it's taken me a long time to literally you know a few years ago and I said I had this moment of clarity I should have had that moment of clarity a long time ago I'm glad I've got it. I have it now. Like I've really, really stepped up the game over the last few years. And uh, are you making sure that you are still in the order of priority? Like you're pretty high up in this order of priority of making sure that your self-care is good. Are there things and boundaries that you need to put in place to make sure that it is not detrimental to your physical health, your mental health? Um, and making sure that your work lifts you not drains you what are the things that you need to put in place I've seen some amazing posts this week in the profitable couch of some of our couches who have made some really radical changes in the way that they're going to be working in the future have made radical changes in the way that of where they're going to be working in the future to take and all of it about is taking back control over their life and their future and their plans and their health and everything Uh, and it's just amazing to see because I'm a huge huge advocate of you making sure that in giving to other people 
you're not taking from yourself you know that your your art of giving actually feeds you it doesn't drain you so I ask you in listening to this to sit and think where are the areas that potentially suck the lifeblood out of you where are the areas that bring you down where are the areas that you know are not great for your health and what can you do to make some changes it may be that you can't change it all at once but what can you do what could you do today that could just change the way that you're working right now what could you do today what change could you make what conversation could you have what new rule could you put in what boundary could you introduce today that will start you on this path and then maybe in the future you set another one and another one and another one or if you want rip the flipping band-aid and just go hey guys things are changing in the house things are changing in my work this is what's going to happen moving forward whatever it is please make sure that you remember that your health is your most valuable possession and ultimately let's be honest like we do need to practice what we preach We do 100% need to practice what we preach. We need to tell people that we're doing stuff for ourselves too. That's why I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I'm doing. I'm telling you to look after your self-care whilst looking after my own self-care, okay? Because if we don't, as I used to be, then we're all just a bunch of hypocrites. If we're all just sitting there telling people to look after their health and actually trashing our own, are we really in a true position to be calling ourselves therapists? Because I look back now at some of the stuff that I've done and I think you're an absolute hypocrite, Nikki. I'm so glad that, you know, in the last few years, I've not been a hypocrite. I've been much more aware. It doesn't mean that sometimes I still get overloaded with work. It doesn't mean that sometimes I have a lot of deadlines that are really close together that I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm exhausted like this time. But I recognize it now and go, do you know what? There's a really busy time going on right now. Um, I need to take a break. I need to schedule in a break. I need to factor in time out for myself. And so I want to make sure that you guys have longevity in your life, longevity in your business, longevity in your ability to impact and help people by remembering that as well as helping other people, make sure you prioritize helping yourself too. So that was kind of my thought process this week. It's what I've been thinking about a lot. And um, I wanted to share with you what I've been up to um, and hope that as a result of that, one of you listening, some of you listening might listen to this and think, right, she's absolutely right I need to make a few changes in my life and my business too um so yeah I'm gonna let you get on now and uh that's me for today sharing with you what's going on um in Nikki's world and I'm gonna catch up with you on the next episode take care now bye